Jen. Uh, welcome, welcome to Foreign Connect podcast today. Good morning. Good morning. So today I had a few questions for you around digital transformation, since I know that you're an expert in this area. Uh, but to give listeners some context of who you are, can you first tell me uh, where you work right now, what you do, what have you done? Sure. Uh, well, I, I work for a company, well, I've started a company called Maker Turtle. It's a, it's a digital consultancy that is uh, really focused around, you know, keeping things simple, taking out the complexity, this idea of digital transformation. Uh, when, I, when I talk to my customers, when I talk to people, people understand that it's important to, to you know, make part of their business, and, and, but they don't quite understand what it all means. It becomes very scary and technical, and it sounds like uh, something that's a lot of work. And so <clears throat> I... Uh, what, 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 what I'm trying to do with, uh, with Maker Turtle is help people take the complexity out of, mm-hmm. the, of the conversation, provide a framework for how to sort of approach this idea of transformation, and then really focus on the business value. Understand why we want to do this. It's not about the technology. It's truly about what value means for your company, and then how do we translate that definition into, uh, into, into digital. Hmm, let's see. That's very interesting. So do you like, do you customize uh, your service to each different clients or do you kind of have a framework that you use for? All oh, of, of, of course, it's a little bit of both. I mean, you can't, you, you, I, you can't, I don't think you can go in with a blank sheet of paper. I have a framework mm-hmm. for both defining value, defining uh, digital, and then, and then understanding what the, the uh, intersection is. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really important to get in and, and listen to you, listen to the customer, listen to what business means to them, what value means. It will always end up being custom, uh, mm-hmm. but it's always based on a framework that just accelerates it and gets and takes advantage of best practices. Mm. Uh, is there some specific points you always check with customers when you ask questions? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the framework really helps. When we talk about business value, for example, we talk about um, and what are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to build value for the shareholder or the, the owner, or are you trying to build value for the customer? Are you trying to build value for the employee? Um, all three are important, and you have to uh, you have to make a decision. Sometimes it's always going to be a balance between building a great company and building a great stock. Mm. But drilling into that high level, uh, there are details we can get to, to, to be a lot more specific than, than high level stuff. Mm. To me, you know, all this stuff, it's, it's, it's like trying to get in shape. You know, it's, it's really easy to get in shape. There's only two things you have to worry about, diet and exercise. That's it. Now, yeah, when you drill into the details, there's a lot of specific things we need to talk about. But mm. at a high level, it's just diet and exercise. And it's the same thing with digital and digital transformation. Hmm. Interesting. So my second question is, how should businesses see digital transformation? Yeah, so that's that's actually the second part of, of you know my framework uh, um, approach is to talk about the five components of, of digital transformation. I see, I wrote about this actually in, in a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Don't Think So Much. Uh, and it's a simpler way to understand digital and digital transformation. And so 
<clears throat> I, I always talk about five components. There's five chunks of digital that you need to understand. Mm -hmm. The first three are things that you would expect. Systems and processes designed to automate uh, internal operations, to bring you closer to your customers, mm -hmm. and uh, even information becoming part of the products and services that you sell. The fourth component would be data. And I'm not talking about how do I get the data to, 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 to flow in between those, those first three. Mm -hmm. It's really how your organization, you know, do they have the skills to get information out of that data and then use that information to make good business decisions. And then the fifth component, the final component of a great digital business is actually the one that most people don't expect. The fifth component of your great digital business is the people, your employees, the people that perform those processes every single day, that connect directly with your customers and that service the products that you make and sell. If they're not part of the digital transformation, if you don't rely on them to help capture their knowledge, to, to understand the design of what you're doing, and I'm not talking visual, I'm also talking process design, to make them you know human accessible if you if you leave out the human element uh then you'll then you'll lose out on your on your overall transformation mm, I see. so i have personally experienced some gaps between um like operator versus like what the leadership is thinking about <laughs> yeah um, so operation right like is there any tip around how to navigate that gap when you're building that transformation? Oh, absolutely. The, the, the idea of really understanding how to, to connect and build a culture within your company and, and, and truly connect with your employees to help them understand what's going on and be a part of the, the change. That's one of the key requirements that a digital leader has to have. Mm -hmm. um, Technology experience is important. That's great, but really, it's how do you make, how do you communicate empathetically? How do you pay attention to what people are are saying back to you, so uh, they can be part of it? If if you don't have that culture, if you don't have that level of communication, this will all fail. Hmm. I have another question, actually. Like, sure. how can you tell if uh, something is able to mm, like how can you tell if the data you want to um, interpret is something that you can track from the existing data like for example oh. if you have an outfit that you want to understand from your existing data yeah but then like how can you make sure that whatever the outfit you want to get out of it is possible to get out from the data. Well, you have to experiment. You have to play. <clears throat> and I think that um, the a lot of detail about, you know, how to experiment with data, I think the most important thing, especially for leadership, mm -hmm. is you have to enable your teams to, to find out, okay, you have a theory, you have an idea, mm -hmm. take the data you have, understand the tools, and then see if you can answer the question. If, mm -hmm. you, if you don't have the data, if you don't have some aspects of the data or maybe the right volume, you know, go get some more. Mm -hmm. But the key thing is let's put a time box on this. Let's, let's, you know, say let's go 30 days and understand what we can and can't do. 
and make a decision at that endpoint, do we invest more or do we redirect? I think mm -hmm. the biggest mistake that, the, the great thing that most organizations do is go experiment and play and, mm -hmm. and, and, and try to find what does work and what doesn't. You have to have hands-on. But the biggest uh, mistake that organizations make is they don't know when to stop. They don't know when to say, hey, we've done 20% of the work, we've got 80% of the answer, uh, that's good enough for now. Let's either invest in getting better information or just stop and move to another opportunity. Uh, I think that's the most important uh, piece of it. Allow people to experiment mm -hmm. and, and, and play with real data, but then set time limits. Mm. I, I have one more following question actually for that. Absolutely. Um, so what is, mm, like what kind of approach or attitude do you think is optimal uh, for managers and also employee for them to be able to experiment with a lot of like you know data um, you know for them to be collaborative together and for them to come up with something together i think I like, think there's got to be an element of uh, of both curiosity mm -hmm. and 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 trust mm -hmm. so curiosity it's it's you have to go in with, with an open mind and think, you know, I may not know the answer, but there's something in here. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's also optimism, but, but mm -hmm. try, you learn what you don't understand and learn about. If, if there's a new tool to use, if there's a, a term in the data you don't understand, mm -hmm. it's okay not to know off the top of your head, mm -hmm. uh, but, but, but go in and ask questions and, and, and be inquisitive and think outside of the box. I know that's mm -hmm. kind of a uh, um, a trite statement, but really do it. And the other thing too is to, to have a level of trust that there's going to be any number of um, sort of alleys that you'll go down that don't lead anywhere. That's okay. The value is in the experimentation and the journey. Uh, and it's just going to make getting to the end point better, but you have to allow yourself now there. And, and here's an interesting thing in, in the West, I've heard this a lot. The Western culture in corporations does not like the concept of failing. Mm. Um, you know, we don't want to invest in things that, that fail. It's very important that it's all about winning and it's all about, you know, checking the box that you got something done. So this right. idea uh, mm -hmm. that comes out of uh, startups about failing fast, it never seems to work inside of corporations because there's mm -hmm. this cultural uh, right. uh, um, thing about not wanting to fail. And so... Mm -hmm. To get beyond that, we always, I always like to change the language. Uh, you're not failing. You're testing a new hypothesis mm -hmm. and you your test succeeded and you prove the hypothesis wrong. Mm -hmm. And so now it's time to do another successful test and test another <laughs> hypothesis. It sounds silly and small, mm -hmm. but in, in big groups or, or, or really conservative groups, it helps to get right. people to understand, hey, this is all about experimentation and trust that it's okay to prove to to report that things aren't what they seem. Mm. I only brought this up because changes are scary for any organization oh, like, sure. at any size and then when changes happen some, like usually well first reaction when they don't know how to work together like man management would blame on 
the worker and the worker would blame on management and then sure. things get stuck. So I kind of wanted to find out what your opinion on this in terms of like what kind of collaborative attitude uh, they should have working toward the same goal. Um, well, that, yeah, absolutely. That gets back to the concept of trust. You have to, you know, this idea of, of being able to have an open and honest communication between teams, between manager and, and worker, it's extremely important. If you can't, yeah. if you can't trust the fact that, that we can talk openly, you'll never be able to talk to them about, um, I'm afraid of this, I'm, I'm intimidated by this change. I don't know what you're talking about. I need to be humble. If you don't have that trust established, mm -hmm. um, then you'll never get there. Mm, interesting. Is this something that you facilitate also for your clients? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that that's why I put you know team and your employees is the fifth most important. I mean, the fifth important piece, just mm -hmm. as important as the rest mm -hmm. of your digital transformation. It's a really important component because people are the are the that's where all the knowledge is right now. And, and change is a huge aspect of this. It can be great for, uh, for everybody, but you have to, that's got to be something that you work on just as much as you work on trying to learn what artificial intelligence is. Mm, I see. Very interesting. So my third question is, <clears throat> what do you think would happen to businesses who don't make the tr transformation right now? Well, to be frank, uh, you know, Sometimes the answer would be nothing. Nothing's going to happen. Mm. Um, there are certain businesses that either have uh, really strong defensible products, moats around their business, mm. um, uh, market positions that protects them. Um, mm. To really understand, though, if digital is important, um, you know, we need to look at your customers. Listen to your customers. What are they asking for? And what do you do that they're not asking for that they could actually be asking for? And competitors, what are your competitors doing? What, you know, how to share change in your industry and, and what, are, what are your competitors doing to do innovation? Mm -hmm. and, and especially for B2B, so, so a lot of my work is in uh, manufacturing and, and industrial or business to business mm -hmm. companies. And you have to understand your distribution channels out to the customer and your supply chains uh, to your raw materials. Mm -hmm. Changes in the value chain are going to uh, uh, suggest that you become a digital business as well. Mm. And certainly products, the products themselves, you know, does, does technology, the core technology of what you build, mm. say laser beams or metal pipes or whatever, as well as the information technology, the, the technology is changing. Can you bring that into your products? Mm. And then finally, your employees, you, you need to understand your employees, uh, are they are they aging? Are they changing over in their understanding or demands on what they want? You're going to need your employees going forward. If you understand those pieces of, of your environment, then you'll know whether or not you have to run to digital or just um, just walk. I actually think digital digital transformation, digital thinking can be a real step change for any business. Mm. Uh, a huge change in your, your, your business results, but you have to understand it. You can't outsource it. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't outsource it completely. You can start with external folks, but in the end, you have to understand it inside your four walls. Mm, I see. So I guess to take opposite side of my question, um, sure. can you explain 
what do you think would happen to businesses who would um, who would make the transformation? Like, is there any like a big benefits of looking into this? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And the benefits are uh, are going <clears> to <throat> actually going to respond to those things I talked about. So you're going to see top line. You're going to see a sales increase on the top line because you're you're not only uh, you're you're building new products, you're taking share away from your competition. Uh, and you're growing into new markets that you, uh, uh, or new revenue streams that you never could do before. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll be able to, uh, you'll see it in terms of tighter connections with your customers and your your, your channels, basically. Mm -hmm. If you can do electronic tra uh, transactions, it's just so much easier to do that. Uh, switching, switching, uh, uh, customer switching is going to be uh, happen a lot less. <clears throat> and you will see the employee, uh, the improvement in your employees. I mean, the employee population is expecting a different level of communication from uh, from companies, and when you deliver on that, you're going to see it in 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 higher productivity and in um, retention. Mm. Do you do you say that it's going to be long term change, or do you think it's going to be short term benefit? Oh no, it'll it'll be a long term change. It'll be it'll be foundational. Mm. Uh, I would I would actually. I guess I would call it more a, at one level, it'll be a step change up because all of a sudden you'll be uh, like, let's just talk about products. Mm. If you digitize your products, mm. um, uh, the opportunity there is to do a step change in, in changing market share. But mm. then, you know, it's always a game. Next year, the, the competition is going to come back with their next new feature and you're going to go back and forth and back and forth. Mm. Digital could lock you into different uh, uh, types of cash flows that, It'll lock in business. It will make your business less cyclical. But um, but you know, there's always next year, and there's always the next thing you have to do. Mm, it certainly it certainly will help uh, uh, sort of bul uh, bulwark against a slide. You know, mm. if, I, I I actually truly I don't want to be you know alarmist, but I think if people don't um, understand the impact of digital. It's just a matter of time. Over time, their business will erode and they'll wonder what happened. Mm, I see. So I'm going to move on to the very last question, actually. So for, sure. for corporations who want to look into uh, create this digital transformation, who wants to hire a consultant like you, mm. what kind of quality do you think they should look for in consultant? Well, you, the first thing about bringing in consultants is, you know, you could bring in folks like me, you know, a niche, a very, a very um, uh, sort of agile type of approach, or you can bring in a big expensive firm with a really nice name that everyone, everyone hires those guys. It really doesn't matter if you listen to them, but you really have to understand and, you know, what this digital stuff is. You can't, outsource responsibility for it. You can't hire me and say, Jim will do my digital. No, no, no. I'm going to help you understand it. I'm going to accelerate your digital transformation. But in the end, you have to, to own it. Right. Um, and then the, the, the type of qualities you need in an external consultant, first would be uh, emotional intelligence, I would call it. You have to be an effective communicator because the biggest thing we're talking about here is changing the nature 
of information and truly power inside of a company, comfort level. Mm -hmm. And so somebody that has the ability to, to help people understand not only what's happening, but what's in it for them and why this is good. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely, there has to be a, a good, solid, good, solid business acumen. You know, at the end of the day, there has to be a, a, a reason why we're doing this. It's not because it's cool. It's not because mm -hmm. everyone else is doing it, but because right. of what our business is, what we do for our customers, and how we define value, um, there has to be a solid why. And so you have to have someone who can, who can talk to that business side of things. Mm -hmm. And finally, this is important, and it is required, but it is not the number one thing. And someone who actually understands technology in a, in a hands-on way, who's built things, Mm -hmm. um, you can't lead with technology. You can't come in and say, I want to talk to you about this cloud solution, or I want to talk to you about Bitcoin, or I want to talk to you about robotics. That's leading with technology, and that's the wrong thing to do. On the other, you have to lead with the business value. However, if you don't, if you're talking with someone who has never done anything technical, who doesn't understand how the bits and bytes go together, mm -hmm. that's to me the first sign you've got the wrong consultant because you'll You'll talk about theory, but you'll never get into practice. Mm, I see. Well, uh, Jim, thank you very much for coming to my show today. Uh, we learned a lot from you. So lastly, can you tell us where people can find you? Oh, absolutely. So um, the easiest one to remember is, is the name of my book, uh, Don't Think So Much. So www.donkthinksomuch.com. Mm -hmm the uh, book site and, and the company is Maker Turtle, easy to uh, remember as well. So it's www.makerturtle.com. Perfect. Well, thank you very much. No problem. Thank you very much for having me.